This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Yo, we live. All right, we live. Yo, I'm about to kick this off with, so I first heard this song on Mayor of Kingstown. Then I heard it again on like, not this latest episode of Bel Air, but I think the one before that. And I was like, yo, where where is this shit familiar? And then I remember where I heard it from. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I'll fuck with it. Yo, this is my man D Smoke. Shame on you, man. I'ma just play the top of this, dog. Yeah. So and it feel like it could be on power too. God. Listen. Summer in the winter time. Smoke back on this beat, act like it's dinner time. Four packs, no receipt, no low jack on my heat In case I have to throw that in the river after center time I'm good, I'm good, I swear I'm good, I ain't losing no sleep I'm hood, I'm wood, I'm where I wanna be, see no defeat I pull that off the hip to shoot the shit to piss the poachers off the coaches In good hands, goddamn that man is so insane Justin Timberlake, seats planted now, good karma on my dinner plate I played the backup actor actively, soaked up the after my acumen Through the master, flew the inner space my man D Smoke, shame on you. Fuck with that shit. Uh, it's on the streams everywhere. But what up, ladies and gentlemen? We back, man. Episode 303 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ant Wood, aka Trinidad, and aka one half of the culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. And I know what you're thinking. Finally, my favorite podcast is spending time with me. What's poppin'? What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? Y'all already know what it is. We back with another review of Power Ghost, Power Book 2, season, I don't even know, season 3, episode 4. Um, Yo, man, I'm gonna start it off because I'm not a hater, bro. I enjoyed this week's episode of Power, for sure. Like, I really thought it was good. There were details in there that I actually had to pay attention to. Oh, this is a Wahite. Like, I thought that was not a <laughs> Wahite. <laughs> that person is Wahite. That is funny. Um, no, man, I, I thought this episode was kind of fire, dog. Uh, still a lot of, like, weird shit happening with some of the characters on here, man. But, like, they got me a little bit energized with this episode, man. I, I thought it was pretty good, dog. Um, we got some voice notes from the listeners, man. We already, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. One, two, three. Okay, we ain't popping like last week or snowfall, but we know how that go. Um, but thank you to everybody who sent in a voice note. We say it all the time. If you want to send one in, this week in culture pod at gmail.com. This week in culture pod at gmail.com. Hit us up. Um, if you send them outside of that email, you may or may not hear your voice note, dog. I'm just telling y'all now. But, um, yo, man, let's kick this shit off, bro. Um, Off top, not only did I think this episode was good, it was like a good episode, but Tariq had to sacrifice a fit for it. Because that nigga was wearing one of the most bogus jackets I've ever seen in my fucking life, nigga. He had on his daddy coat. That was ghost coat. I hated it. You mean the late great James St. Patrick? Man, dog. Why they be doing James like that, bro? Like every single motherfucking time Tariq is hovering over a balcony in a suit. This week he had the gray double breast on. I'm like. Like Omari should smack somebody down at stars every time this shit happens. And every time they reference him being a bad dad. A great father. 
Any of that um, Smack a nigga If they reference Him not being good At the business I'm still tripping off Tasha uh, was the mastermind I mean that's She was nigga, the brains I mean that came from A nigga who don't know nothing Come on man um, But let's see What some of the listeners Thought about this episode Because I personally Thought it was kind of fire Dog I ain't gonna lie um, My man D. Scott Sent some man You already know um, he said yesterday's price is not today's price. D. Scott, you and Fat Joe know that's a motherfucking fact. Um, but if you listen to the Patreon and you know D. Scott's Instagram name, you know what I'm going to tell him. Yesterday's price should be a little lower so you can get shit cleaned up, nigga. That Instagram name is wild, bro. D. Scott, what up, though? This week in culture, what up, though? Uh, I just want to send a shout out to everybody, all the Twig family. Tell everybody happy Easter. You know, hope everybody went to church, spent some time with the family, got some Easter baskets, all that good shit. But anyways, on the power. Uh, shout out to Tariq for finally getting a car. But in my opinion, you could be a little subtle with your purchase. Everything doesn't have to be flash. Like, that's the most I sell drugs dealing ass car I've ever seen in my life. I was talking to one listener on uh, Twitter, and she was like, damn, that nigga couldn't get, like, a Hyundai or a Corolla? And, hey, I can't disagree with that, but it ain't my money. But does that internship actually give them check stubs or income or something? Because Tweak ain't been there about at least a m- He's only been there maybe a month, if that. But, hey, it's, that's power writing for you. But... Uh, I like how Kane's plan came about with the gun running and all that. Good on Lorenzo for um, having some kind of backup and having the gay Avengers uh, come through to help out because they were stuck. And at first watching that, I thought uh, Braden had came back spraying the block. And I was like, oh, shit. But it was just those two niggas. But still good on them for, you know, having each other's back. And uh, I like what Kane did. When they're about to leave, I wish you would grab that cell phone or uh, check the bodies, make sure you know see who these people were. But you know, cops are coming. But good on him for grabbing the guns. That way they can re re resell them. That way you get more money or whatnot. That was a smart play on his end. Gonna come back. And good on him and Lorenzo for piecing up their beef or whatever. But I don't think it's gonna last long because Monet knows that Lorenzo's at the um, the hangar. So. That shit's about to get blown up real quick. Maybe next episode. Moane and Diana finally had it out. Monet's plan was kind of stupid, and a smart <laughs> person would kind of see through that. But I enjoyed the punch. Me, personally, I wish it was an uppercut. That way she could have made Monet bite her tongue or some shit. That would have been hilar- more funny to me. But, eh, I'll take it. Detective Whitman is a stupid motherfucker. Stupid. Like, you gotta see that you're getting set up. But, I guess your love for Carrie or whatever, even though you didn't really show when she was alive. (laughs) I honestly thought that Diana was gonna betray Monet in the end. Cause that would've added like another plot line, but it'll seem like it'll be a good little twist to see what happens to Monet and whatnot. But all in all, it's an okay episode. Uh, looking forward to next week. I haven't seen a new a trailer yet. But one thing that pissed me off about this episode was Tariq saying he wants out of the game. 
Like, your dad's been telling you not to get into this shit all this time you didn't listen to him. Now you want to have the game. Now you want to be a civilian and whatnot. Bro, you got like six bodies. How can you just go live a normal life? Like, what the hell is going through your brain? Like, but anyways, uh, I'm out. Yo, and then you already know D. Scott left Power 2.0 Because if he don't do nothing else My nigga's gonna drop a back-to-back, man Let's see what he thought before we react What up, though? Hey, one more thing I forgot They could have done a way better job on that Zeke mural Like, they had that dude looking crazy as fuck Like, I hate how they did his character Because coming in, I thought Zeke was a cool-ass dude, you know As a ball player trying to get to the league and they made him so goddamn stupid, like, like it reduces character to nothing. That's like comic relief. But it's funny if you look close enough, when they come around the corner, you can see Kane and Drew laughing at the mural. Like that shit is so crazy. And it's funny. I seen it um, last year when they had a screenshot of still of the upcoming season. I forgot that uh, that's what it looked like. But damn, they did your boy dirty. But anyways, until next week, peace. They get that nigga Mr. Potato Head eyes. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Like, them motherfucking eyes was horrible, dog. Yo. Was Zeke a retard in the beginning of, like, season one, dog? No, he was not. He was kind of smoke. Like, my nigga, you remember he had a scene. He was hitting the chick. Reek came in the room like, oh shit, my like my nigga was like out here smooth, dog. Did you, did Star you, did athlete, you, did you. all the shit. Yo, I'm going to the league. Like he was a cool nigga, bro. I don't love what they did to that character. How over did they two get seasons. you as an actor to, to talk dumb? Oh uh, man, you feel me, man? Because when man. you, you deliver, he's like, no, we need it, but like dumber. Because <laughs> is that what you're saying? Like. Special letter <laughs> I didn't love it bro Cause Zeke was a cool dude man And he He seemed like he had his shit together He just needed a tutor A help with his grades Like that was it And he was a freshman Yeah Freshman basketball star Supposed to go to the league After a year In real life He was already old enough To go to the league <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Well the fucked up part is The rule is that You have to be a year removed From high school So it wouldn't even matter that nigga still would have had to fucking stay out a year, dog. And he'd have been 26 starting. So if I drop out in the 11th grade, if I drop out in the 10th grade, but I'm 18, a year later I can go to the league. Yeah, that's how I That's uh, LaMelo ball. When they went over there, played, and then came back, nigga played a little bit. Like, that's how them niggas do now, man. You just got to be a year removed from high school, have your degree or whatever the fuck. And then you good. Uh, what if I ain't go to high school? Oh, then you got to be foreign. Because I don't think they checking shit them niggas is doing, bro. Luca was a pro when he was 14. We not looking for what high school did you go to, my nigga. Like, I was homeschooled. Yeah, you was a hooper, bro. That's all that matter, bro. Um, Didn't, uh, so, oh boy, Whitman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't him and, him and Karen was like beefing. What are you trying to like fuck Well, because he was an ex. Yeah, but didn't he try to like fuck her on some weird shit? Like, cause he was a sex. Well, no, no, no. He, he, I, I feel he like he was like out of line shit, and she was like, "I'm not fucking with you." I feel like he like caught on to the fact she was fucking Zeke, and was like, "Oh, after, bitch, after you wouldn't fuck me though." 
And like, how the he fuck you a, to get How the back. fuck you a sex fiend and don't want to fuck me? Yo, if you can't fuck a sex addict, your whole perspective is whack. Yo, I think it was after her homeboy died, got murdered. Then he came over trying to fuck, and she was like, "Nah." Or no, nah, didn't they like go get a coffee? I feel like I remember them on a walk. Like shit was kind of cool at first, and then somewhere it went left. But I can't like, remember he just where. Was like, so you want some of my dick? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was like, "What? Never!" Like, but you did it a million times. Sorry. Well, that's the fucked up part, right? <laughs> Fuck that we was exes and we have history. When I know you're a sex addict. Like don't be a hoe, and then when you when you get, come to me, you want to go on. Dead. The element of surprise is gone once I know you're a sex addict. Because then it's like, all right, well, probably won't be as gentlemanly about some of these requests. All right, listen, uh, we got a BlackBerry letter today. Oh shit, it's not a real. Why do I got 15 messages on Instagram? What the fuck? Oh, that's this week in culture. I'm gonna say, what the fuck is going oh, on? Oh yeah, I'll be having a slide. I'll be having a slide. Cause they be doing a lot. Damn, of Damn, another nine on what you go today. You niggas is active today. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, this is a a BlackBerry letter without being a BlackBerry letter. Cause okay. I need to know. Okay. Okay. What's the craziest thing you did to get a girl to like you? I had convinced this chick that I was dying. Hold on. Dying? This girl sleep. Give me a second. You gotta make sure your girl sleep? Yeah. You don't think, what if this clip go viral? Man, it is what it is. Bitch, <laughs> bad, bro. She wouldn't talk to me for nothing. I convinced like four or five people I had cancer. And they started talking to this chick coming out of cancer. She was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. This shit took me two years to accomplish. Two years? <laughs> two years? That boy was. I had to start skipping school. Was it mission I, accomplished? Of course. Is this That's the girl you with now? Hell no. So, <laughs> she think I died. <laughs> <laughs> That's There's somebody out here that think that you did. You I gotta be a crime, nigga. You <laughs> yo, Bro. yo. What up, though? Uh, hey, bro, one more thing on, I forgot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They could have done a got, way better. Relax, relax, relax. Hold up. <laughs> she think she I, think I died. <laughs> she think I died. Oh shit! What the fuck is going on? This ain't God. the most power go shit ever. What uh, the fuck is happening, bro? <laughs> um, yo, <laughs> yeah. This nigga was that uh, ghost? <laughs> is that how that nigga got Angie and? Uh, Tasha off his back You know what Let me go on and die Is that the girl you would not Hell no <laughs> She like, think I nigga, died She was way colder than her <laughs> Bro Yo The lengths that niggas go through Is that, wild That's why niggas lie It's wild Niggas wouldn't lie If it didn't work Niggas lie every day <laughs> like, But god damn dog Niggas would not lie to women See I'm from the Step on a crack Break your mama back era Nigga Like it's certain shit I just don't play with Nigga I don't play with my own Death and cancer and shit I'm not putting cancer on me To get no pussy you And then I'm not killing me <laughs> To get away from the pussy Once I get it Yo, so That's got, insane Say you got cancer To see your dance I don't know Yo Yo Dance maker Dance Yo. Cancer, cancer maker, maker dance. All these chicks popping. I'm just popping cancer. Yo. Like, yo. <laughs> nigga said the C word. Yo, popping cancer is funny. <laughs> that nigga hit her and then then you just ghosted her and tell your friends to tell her you died? Like, Man. what is, how does yeah, that? Yeah, I need more on that. Fuck the, uh, what you did. I need to know how this shit wrapped up. Did like, you make an obituary? I always thought that was a funny word. Obituary. Obituary. 
<laughs> Foolish white man word of the day. Uh, obituary. Uh, and then he using this. <laughs> like, <laughs> nigga say ain't worried about nothing. Oh no, obituary. Dog, dog. How you tell a motherfucker you did without telling a motherfucker you did? All right. So listen, she said he had four or five friends. That he convinced Convinced He said he had, had to start cancer. Sipping school So was this high school Or was yo, this college Yeah shit is wild dog. <laughs> And he got a girl In the other room Who sleep While he telling this story Niggas is wild He said well this go viral It is <laughs> It is what it is, is. It's like bro Out here living on A fucking edge dog Um Yo man My man Dondre Dondre what up He said what's good family First time sending a voice note And honored to be here We honored to have you my brother It's a fact Forgot to congratulate y'all on 300 of them things Appreciate all the work y'all do for real We appreciate you my brother And that's on gang bro See what my dog thought about power episode 4 What's good Ant What's good Jay And shout out to the rest of the This Week in Culture fam This is Dre from Brooklyn A.K.A. Dre.Digits on the socials is Brooklyn in the house? Without a doubt. Long time listener, first time voice note dropper. And first and foremost, I just want to thank y'all for all the work that y'all are doing when it comes to this TV analysis shit. Now, I mean, there is nobody else in the game doing it like y'all, and I appreciate y'all week to week. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, I'm tapped in into, into all streams, feel me, however I can get it. I love game, no boy. Um, <laughs> I started tuning in with y'all. Hey yo, because <laughs> you from Brooklyn, you from New York, you know. Hey, yo, hey yo, 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 that was phenomenal. Yeah. That was phenomenal. I had to go back. I started tuning in with y'all. Um, for Power Book Two, actually, like I literally went into the Apple Podcast section and typed in um, Power Ghost, and y'all were the first thing that popped up, and I haven't turned back since. Gang. And usually, I like to keep quiet when it comes to the shows, feel me? I like to let y'all do y'all thing, but when it comes to this Power Book 2 ghost shit, there is something that that just has been irking me. Know what I'm saying? Like, this, I cannot let this shit go, y'all. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, homie Salim. <laughs> now I'm saying? The T.A. Right. I don't like bro's face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, I cannot get past that shit. Bro just has the most punchable... Yo, 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 I see the whole yo. Twitter thread earlier when niggas was going in on dog. Yo, no, no, no. They say they say he did good in the first minute black movie though. Dog, <laughs> no, bro, built like a galaxy defender, and that's a fact. Nigga. Oh shit! Um, not only is he built like a galaxy defender, nigga, he also looked like fucking Billy Porter in the face, nigga. Dog, I remember the first time. Look, I- look at Salim, dad, nigga. This is fucking. Look at Salim face. That's his same face, bro. That's if he gained weight. That's crazy. I remember the first time I've heard punchable face, nigga. That is, I want to know who the first nigga who ever thought about that. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you got a punchable yo, face. Yo, dog. This nigga Salim is, yo, I, I feel you, Dre. Because bro face is, uh, and then why that nigga won't put no shirt on, bro? That shit crazy. And is they fucking or not? Because he was finna suck her titty and she said, hey, 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 now nah, I got to study. No, no, listen, listen. We ain't having no sleepovers. I'm in in your bed naked. <laughs> Somebody and you and you like yo, go get me my water, which is in arm's distance. Yo, and did you peep the water she grabbed though? She grabbed the twenty ounce of forty water. 
Dishy. That was a 20 ounce of 40. They kept the, the like, logo and shit off, but I know that bottle anywhere, nigga. Yo, 40 ounce. 40 man. water. I'll let you miss. She grabbed a 20 ounce of 40 water, man. She thinks she is. I'm going to shoot to my email. This yeah, week. man. Because we, we got things happening, man. But, um... Yo, Celine be butt-ass necking in bed where this is two episodes in a row he was butt-ass. Yo, she had on a tux. How long you think she been at this school? Maybe a month. Because it's September. It's maybe October. Like, why you think you can tell me to not to talk to my family no more? Yo, <laughs> yo, yo I seen you yo. talking to your brother. You talked to your father. <laughs> I don't want to said, I Googled you, man. That said, I don't want to keep belaboring the point, but maybe you need to stop talking to your family. Fam. Bitch, who the fuck is you? Yo, my nigga, hold up. Now, I had to quote him. He said, yo, <laughs> you need to reevaluate your relationship <laughs> with your family. Nigga, my brother going to reevaluate your face. Bro, his foot. my nigga, do you know you going to die before the end of this season and ain't going to make sure of it? It was this episode where I realized that Diana was going to kill him. Salim? Yeah. Okay. I can yeah. see it. All right, let's get back to my man's voice now. Oh, man, Dre. Dre, that was, oh, man. We we right there with wherever you going with Salim face, bro. Because we hate it, too. Face on television right now. And I cannot stand his character. I'm saying they need to get him off the screen. That being said, I think we all going to be happy with how the season plays out because I got a prediction. Homie's going to keep sliding into Diana's room trying to get the cheeks. He's going to start snooping around and he's going to find that work yep. that Lorenzo keeps dropping off into her room. You know what I'm saying? Son's going to get too curious. He's going to find the work. Diana going to find out and they're going to have to off buddy. That's a guaranteed. I know that that's happening. Son is about making it through the season. Um, that's my one prediction, but I appreciate y'all and I'll highlight y'all later. One. Damn, I stole your thunder with that prediction right before you got to his situation. Yeah, shit. you you, you Damn, got it. My bad, my nigga. Hey, hey, Dre, man. Hey, but, but you said though. it. Though. You said it first because it was recorded. Yeah, yeah, you recorded that. We got that's in history, nigga. Yeah. That's a historical fact. Um, but both y'all believe Diana's gonna be the one to off, bro. Um, or Kane could do it. So <laughs> I was taking it there. Diana's going to get bro offed by telling her brother, "Yo, this nigga's getting a little too motherfucking personal." And he being a weirdo. Or Kane gonna catch so like Kane gonna catch him coming out the room. Like, what the fuck you doing? And shit, Lorenzo already seen him in there, so you only got but by like, one more to when, catch you. When nigga. Diana not there. Mm. And and it's gonna she gonna come back and dog gonna never be heard from again. Yo, the wild part, because I feel like we still need to loop her in a bit, and it ain't gonna be through Tate. If something happened to Salim. Keisha Sharp gonna want to know what the fuck happened to her TA, nigga. Like, I feel like they're gonna tie her into the criminal side. It ain't just gonna be I used to go with Tate. Like, they gonna tie her into this crime shit. And I noticed the pattern. I'll say it later, but I noticed the pattern on this show, and I hate it. I fucking hate it. It's the basis of the whole show, but I think they went too far this week. When we get to it, we'll, I'll talk about. It. They went too far this week. All right, let me see. Uh, Dre, appreciate that note too, man. I was a good ass voice note, yo. Um, yo, we got another one. Uh, we just gonna call this the homie Pugs. Oh, uh, that's, that's Brooklyn too, ain't it? Yeah, I think, see, I think this was Brooklyn yeah. uh, last time. Yo, Brooklyn really is in the house today, man. Uh, the homie said, here's my belated ass voice note that I thought I sent yesterday morning. This was also three days ago, which makes it even funnier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But after listening to the pod and it didn't play, 
I went back to check and noticed it never sent. <laughs> Guess that was happening or what happens when you're delusional and tired from watching Snowfall at 3 or 4 a.m. Mm. I know it won't be played since the episode already aired, but here are my thoughts. I'll still send one next week, Brooklyn. You know what, Brooklyn, man? Because Brooklyn in the house, we finna play this shit anyway because you the homie in this family and that's just what it do, man. Hey, y'all. Episode 8 of Snowfall did not disappoint. Um, At all. This episode, I noticed, was directed by Amin Joseph, a.k.a. Unk. Um, so that was good to see um, him getting um, directing credits. Um, I think you guys mentioned that he had, he was going to um, direct an episode or two this season. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, overall, it was, it was a great episode. Um, I will have to say... I am definitely going to miss Snowfall when it goes off in the next two weeks since there are only two episodes left. Um, I, yeah, but back to this episode specifically. Um, it was good to see Leon getting the okay to let let shit go basically from Scully and Scully letting him know that he forgives him. Um, you know, he was very emotional and crying and obviously my prediction that he was going to pass this week was incorrect, but I still don't see Leon making it out. Uh, my brother also pointed out uh, the same thing that you guys mentioned. It wasn't on a Snowfall podcast, so I think you mentioned it um, on another podcast. But anyways, um, like another, I think maybe the power one, but that the dude mugging him last episode was possibly the dude with the shoes. And, you know, the prediction that you guys gave, it might be one that tracks, but then... Now, that also might be what they want us to think. So, not sure. I mean, it can go either way. Um, I'm glad Louis was able to help Franklin, but also beat his ass the way she wanted to. <laughs> but I also suspect, by the way that she said, by Franklin, that she maybe doesn't think that he will make it out. Um, so, yeah, I was worried for Oso, though. But I also knew the KGB would come through since he was watching him. Um, Oso pulled out all his wrestling moves on the KGB dude at the end. <laughs> I'm glad they also made a callback to his wrestling days by showing him um, giving the kids a mask, um, his mask before he left. Be- yeah, before they left, really. Um, <clears throat> at the repast, a little flashback scene to Mel and a young Franklin uh, definitely made me smile. It To me, it, it showed that Franklin is not as much of a devil as he thinks he is. He does, you know, reflect. Um, obviously, we saw that. And you know the the scene that they showed in the the line that he said is he wants to protect his people so i'm thinking he does i mean as best as he can so um also did look smooth in that suit though he really did and um i hope uh veronique doesn't lose the baby due to all the stress that i'm sure she's under um you know at the end there you saw her like hunched over possibly having cramps possibly having a miscarriage um, she is pretty late, I think, in her pregnancy because, I mean, she has a bump bump. So maybe, you know, maybe it won't be a miscarriage. Maybe she will actually just have the baby early and Franklin is not there or something. I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> one thing I noticed that there was a lot of trust in this episode. Um, Teddy trusting Oso and Louie and Freaky. And then um, Franklin trusting Oso and Louis and Veronique. And I'm not saying that that Franklin shouldn't trust Veronique. I mean, obviously, you know, we've thought at some point otherwise. But um, it just really comes back to the thought, you know, that has been mentioned before, that Franklin and Teddy are essentially the same person. But 
I guess one of them is lesser of the two evils, and that's why um, Oso and Louis sided with with Franklin, right? And I think because they're really trying to get from underneath Teddy's crazy, crazy, crazy ass. But yeah, um, they did a lot of close ups again this episode. I really did like the close up of Louis's face in the mirror. Um, she looked very menacing. Also very beautiful too, but she looked very menacing. Um, and freaky nurse, that woman just looks crazy. Every time I see her, there's just something in her face. Um, oh, I actually forgot all about the proposal with Teddy um, and her snooping through his shit, I guess. I don't know, whatever. Um, and then Scully, his facial expressions are always funny as fuck to me. Like when Franklin pulled up um, and got out the car and Franklin thought that it was going to be Scully. Scully was like, nah, it's not me. And then when uh, Louis took that first hit, his face, I, I was cracking up. But anyway, um, and then lastly, Franklin's expression at the end says it all. Basically to Teddy, I got you now, bitch. That's all I got. Peace, peace. Peace, plugs. Um, yeah. So all of that, uh, I know we already went through Snowfall last week. But um, if you didn't listen to the pod, she just summed up pretty much... Damn near anything we talked about last week, man. Um, Shout out to y'all for listening to all the pods. Yeah, yeah. Everybody who taps in, man, it's much appreciated. Because um, we talk about everything on each show, no matter facts, what. Facts, facts. Yeah, we mixing it up. Brooklyn, we appreciate you, man. Keep sending them voice notes in. And um, this Thursday when we record, I'm going to just say aim for like hey man, press listen. and send, you know? Because last time you ain't press send, and that's okay. I also want to say this. You know, and I ain't got to tell y'all when to send a voice message. You know what I'm saying? If the shit come out on on, on Wednesday, y'all know we record on Thursday. Yo, if send that show, shit in. Like, send that shit in. You ain't got to wait to the day before we record. This, you know there's a voice note coming from you. After you watch this shit, send a voice note. If it don't make it, it'll probably be on the next week or something. You know what I'm saying? Just send them motherfuckers. Don't wait for the back signal. Yeah, yeah, y'all definitely don't need to wait on me, man. This is this is a, a this week in culture family is a free community, man. You yeah. niggas have all the autonomy to send in a voice note as soon as you see some shit. Um, just label them properly though, because <laughs> don't spoil shit for me and Jay or the listeners. We think you sending in the snowfall joint, and it's about power. They kill Franklin, like damn, damn nigga. first word. They kill Franklin. <laughs> Shut up, my pocket. Oh man! All right, back to on um, back to the power voice notes for the folks who only here to listen to power. Hey, we right back, man. Y'all don't mind us. Um, my man AJ from across the pond. Happy Easter to the pod, guy. Yo, happy Easter to the listeners, man. I, I forgot to drop that at the top because it's Monday. Um, but salute to y'all. Salute to Jesus for resurrecting. Y'all know the vibes. Um, I did not yield, <laughs> and as you can see, I am not dead. Yo. Yeah, that being Jesus's accent is wild though. Like when you put that on top of and put it on like white Jesus just to what's make so, it fun. What's so nigga. funny is he probably did look like Chadwick. That nigga here was woolly in that picture. Brian's face. <laughs> I could see it. That could be Jesus. I could see it. All right. Um, AJ said two voice notes for your ears today. I think I'll be sitting here shaking my head when you play the first one. The new no edits unfiltered approach is killing me. The second one is a very brief reply to Jay's question about tornadoes. Looking forward to the episode. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings always, AJ. Hope you and your family doing well. Hope you had a great Easter weekend. All right. Yo, my dumbass about to be like, damn, they celebrate Easter. Egg. Like, bro, it's. <laughs> 
Yo, man. I love the Lord. All right. Um. Yo, why this? I hate when this happens. Yo, AJ, what is you doing different uh, on the voice note? All right, Jay about to pull this up to play it because these do not be playing recently. It's like yours and one other one that was not coming up through the files. Calls diverted to answer phone. Red wine bottle, half the contents gone. Midnight return, jacuzzi turned on. Can you feel me in? Yo. Can you feel me in? <laughs> I thought I'd kick things off with Drew's favorite Craig David song. <laughs> this is not my area of expertise, but I also feel like Drew was really traded down by replacing uh, Everett with Beanie Dude. Um, who also, yeah. by the way... Traded? Yo, that, yo, that was a triple entendre. That's, that's a triple entendre. Don't even ask me how. <laughs> Could pass for a younger version of Puppy. So um, maybe Drew's got some issues. He needs to talk through with his therapist there. I just want everyone to be happy. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> what up, Adam? What up, Jay? It is your boy, AJ. My dog. AJ from across the pond. AJ from the big smoke. AJ from the block. Oh, and of course, a very happy Easter to the Twick family, or to those who celebrate Easter, in any case. Uh, I'm sure we have Muslim brothers and sisters out there. Uh, Ramadan Mubarak to you. Um, I've been enjoying the long weekend. I'm in a very silly mood, so fasten your seatbelts and bear with me. Okay, let's get the negatives out of the way first. Um, they are still hitting us over the head with the politics like a sledgehammer. Uh, the classroom scenes have gone back to being just as goofy as they were in seasons one and two. This is ridiculous. If, if this is really going on, uh, on Ivy League I think it which is. I highly doubt this kind of exercise, um, then people need to ask what exactly they're paying their tuition fees for. Uh, and they had uh, light-skinned Keisha acting like she just had this light bulb moment of realization. Oh my God, this is, this is unfair. This is like, come on, come on. You know this shit already, Bruchandria. <laughs> also, like, if, if, and I know both of you have experience of the corporate world. Like, if you walked into a meeting and, and Tariq was sat there in his suit, wouldn't you think, why is this middle schooler playing Wall Street dress up sitting in on my meeting? Wouldn't you think that? I would. <laughs> I finally looked up some of the actors from this show because like, I noticed with Obi, um, Noma's henchman, that the accent was kind of swinging between Jamaican, Nigerian, and a kind of generic uh, African pigeon. Turns out, he's not one of ours, he's one of yours. Uh, <laughs> and also I looked up um, the actor who plays Sully Masha Freeman, the TA, because I knew his face and I couldn't place him. And Billy uh, the lady was like, I'm pretty sure we saw him on stage a few years ago. Anyway, it turns out he's American, he's called Petey McGee, and he did a whole season in London at the Shakespeare Globe Theatre. Um, and uh, from what I remember, he was amazing in Shakespeare. Um, so I'm going to put the power thing down to the writing and not his acting, because he can act his ass off. And hey, not many Americans get the chance to do Shakespeare in London, so props to him. Um, and let's hope, let's hope he, he gets a profile raise out of doing power, and, and he goes on to do, to do better things. 
Okay, that was some of the negatives, so let's move on to some of the positives. Uh, the undoubted stars of this week's episode for me uh, were Mary's nutcracking thighs on full display. Um, Mary brought out the big guns in this episode. Do you remember the uh, Mad Max movie with Tina Turner? Shout out to Tina Turner. Nutbush! Um, it was called Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Well, this episode could have been called Mad Mary Beyond Thunder Thighs. Theme song, We Don't Need Another Season. Um, that's a dig at power, not at Mary. Mary's a goddess, you know. Um, Let's get to walnuts cracking. Y'all been slacking. So just squeeze with me. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Mary. I love you. I love you, Mary. You have to know that. Okay, I'm going to end it there because I'm going to keep babbling on. I can't wait to hear your breakdown of the episode. Uh, I'm glad Mary finally found out what Papi had been up to. Maybe now someone can give her an X-lax and take that constipated look off her face. Um, and then we, we can finally, at some point, move on to fresh storylines. Uh, okay, that's it. That's all from me. I'm out. Peace and blessings, everybody. Take care. Peace. Yo, AJ, this might be the greatest way. Yo, Yo this was the most... And this was... Oh, this my, was, and my dog is back, first yo. of all. Um, I was like, is he singing Craig David? <laughs> oh, oh, the opening? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, this is about Tornadoes. Just a quick part to D. Scott, I'm not trying to steal your drip. Um, <laughs> I forgot to answer Jay's question about tornadoes last week. Um, so, yeah, the, the, basically the, the UK and Europe do get tornadoes. Um, but most of the time you just don't notice them because they're so pathetic. Um, we don't get those military-industrial complex tornadoes that uh, that you all get over there, ripping through Kansas and the Midwest. Uh, so, yeah, we, we do get them, but blink and you've missed it. Okay, speak to you next time. Peace. Peace, Yo, peace. You know what's so funny, though, mm. is, AJ, you said a lot in that 38 seconds. Yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely about the military-industrial complex tornadoes. Cause, Hilarious. Because that, my friend, is very layered. And um, harp. Uh, yeah. All right, and we got one H -A -A -R -P. more. H a a r p. Yeah, yeah. They don't know that though. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know that though. My man Rob, third member of the pod, to God, y'all already know what it is. Rob, peace to you, brother. I hope you and your people doing all right, man. Um, see what my dog thought about last night's or Thursday. I don't even know when this shit comes on. Friday's power. I'm going to shock everybody. I fucking love this episode. Same. There was a cohesiveness that I've never seen on Power Ghost. This, in my opinion, was easily the best episode of the entire series. Remember, you guys said all those storylines that they threw up against the wall? Well, it was all tied in neatly in this episode. I'm shocked. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I thoroughly enjoyed the acting. I I love the dynamic between Kane and uh and uh, Papa Tahata. I I love I, lo I love their bonding moment. Um, I thought Mary was solid in this episode. Um, I I fucking love. I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Now they need to get rid of that fucking uh <laughs> pedophile teacher's assistant. How the fuck are you 45 years old dating a 17-year-old college freshman? <laughs> I don't understand it. The, uh, the Power Universe does this too often where they have these fucking, um, 
these nasty storylines. Get get rid of that shit. There's no need for that shit. Every season we're going to have an affair between a student and a teacher old enough to be their mama or daddy. Come on. Let's stop the bullshit. Or, but you know what? I digress. I fucking love this episode. Other than that piece of shit, <laughs> it, was, it was solid. It was fucking solid. I'm fucking shocked. Um, two thumbs up to uh, power a, a ghost. Uh, this was structured like a very good soap opera. And I'm invested for the rest of the season. Now, I know the show will fall off a cliff. Let me stop with the neg- negativity. Great episode. I'm going to sit back and listen to what you guys think. Talk to y'all soon. Rob, man, me and you are on the same page this week, man, as we usually are. But I am I really enjoyed this episode. I didn't hate re-watching it for the pod. Like, I just, I thought it was good. Um, You bring up the thing that I say every week. Yo, it's too many storylines, too many plots, they all over the place. This week, everything was brought together in a nice, tight bow. And it was crisp, and it was good. And the only problem I have with this episode... What's the freaky, weird-looking, bugs-life-looking T.A., bro? Man, um, usually I have a favorite character of the week. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a tie for me this week. Okay, who you got? Because last, last week was Brayden. Yeah. Week before was uh, Kane. Yeah. No, I think last week was Kane, too. Or maybe last week was Kane, week before was Brayden. Yeah, but, um... It was a tie between Tate and Method Man. Okay. Because I just think they've relaxed and they've kind of been themselves. They're yeah. not being the, the character Tate. I mean, he's, clearly he's Tate. Yeah. But he seems like more Lorenz Tate. Oh, uh, yeah, it's $5,000 a week, my nigga. Come on. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, what would the fucking. I, I, I legitimately bust out laughing when. Monet asked him to get somebody to uh to break in the house. He was like, yeah. nigga, I'm sure you got a nigga named Tahada that I love you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. Basically, like, nigga, that's illegal. Drop that money. He said, Oh, I get that shit well, my nigga. Like <laughs> nigga said like the switch up. Nigga said, I I know a couple people who might uh know into a PE. Yeah, I, I know a PE nigga. nigga. I know a nigga that'd be in the BE. Like, it's so hilariously funny to me what um Davis will do for money. Yeah. Because yeah. it's anything. Yeah, he has literally never said no if someone offered him enough money to do something. Facts. He always say no at first, and then when and the money come out, yeah. So there is nothing. I don't know if that's gonna come back to bite him in the ass one time, um, or if someone pays him enough money, he will literally do anything. Yeah. Um, but that's fucking hilarious, and Tate is fucking hilarious. How he talked to to <laughs> Tariq. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is what I noticed though, and. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. It fits your narrative of how much you hate Tariq. Okay. No one likes Tariq. Tariq is a hoe. Yeah. No one's afraid of Tariq. Yeah. Tariq is what Kane said Franklin was. He a hoe, but mm. he make money. Got you, got you, got the you. The disrespect yeah. he still have for, for yeah. Franklin, yeah. even though Franklin clearly puts in work and does yeah. this. Yeah. Every... Character on this show has extorted Tariq. Fam, Tariq gets extorted. So you remember it wasn't but two episodes, me and you were saying two episodes ago, me and you were saying 
finally reek making some money and not getting extorted right and we was thinking it was going to be davis again like because you remember davis tried to get him and reek was like nah nigga how about nigga your extortion is your extortion is me not telling her you sold the ring how about that so like for some reason i gotta give five thousand dollars a week to take is wild fam for knowing for you didn't give me no information the wildest part was the info that exchange that nigga said yeah, so Blanca, because he was like, "What case?" He was like, "I don't." And I thought that was a good exchange because he asked him for a donation. Reek was like, "I don't got it right now." Then he was like, "All right, well, you ain't got it. Maybe I'll go have my meeting with Blanca about your case." He said, "What case? Mm, I don't got it right now, nigga." Thought that was funny. The one that you fucking lied on Stanford. Oh, so you gonna go tell him that you perjured yourself on Stan? No, the fuck you not. You've already told me that Blanca but Reek is not smart like that. You already bro. told me that Blanca is now investigating me. That's all the fuck I need to know. Fam. She's not gonna come tell me all my all the details. But the fact that you're trying to give me five thousand dollars, I gotta give you five thousand dollars a week now. Is fucking crazy. nigga. The so, fact that you think I'm going to give you five thousand dollars for telling me that Blanca was investigating a case. Yeah. Come so, on, nigga. I was like, damn, that's fucked up, a nigga. But then when white boy tried to extort him, say, yo, do this for me, or I'm you can't have your internship. I'm like, yo, every nigga on this show they talk to Reed Grease. It's going to extort him? Yeah. And and the the white boy shit, the uncle shit was wild because nigga, I the whole play is racist. Like I'm literally using you to get this black billionaire client. That nigga was so mad he didn't know what the talent of the Tiff meant. Fam. He, he said, what? He what, said the f- what, what the fuck are you talking about? Then the nigga said, yo, it would have been nice to have that insight in the meeting. Fam, you literally like. My nigga, I'm an intern. You word you vomited the through the whole a- meeting. Like, <laughs> you are, you're the CEO and dog's a billionaire client you're trying to pull in. What the fuck would I be saying in there other than I'm black, you black too? Like, yo, when you go in there, don't act like, how the fuck you give me information? Fam, fam. Even though you should listen to me because you got me here because I'm black. Well, if you want me to give you some info before the meeting, how about you don't call me directly to the meeting? Let's have a meeting before the meeting, my nigga. It's called strategy. It's called strategy, bro. But you thought having this black face in that room would be enough to get that nigga's attention. It wasn't, dog. Um, I also don't believe for a second that Reek would have really been able to go back and secure this nigga, bro. Like, Come on, man. You put that shit in the hands of a child? Come on, bro. I don't give a fuck how old Reek is in real life or no. how he's supposed to be on a show. He looks 11. Yeah. And with that fucking uh, gray, big-ass raincoat on he had, and he looked honest, 10. Every time he kissed old uh, Effie, Effie, I be looking like, Ugh. Yo, so I feel like at least in the first season, they was kind of like on the same. They seemed age. comfortable with they kissing. Now they seem like it's mad pecky. Like she must got a nigga or something in real life who was like he be on the set. Like no, nah, no, nah, I don't like that shit. Um, Rob, I thought not only was this episode really fucking good, but it really fucking made me interested to see like what's gonna happen. I'm, it's a lot of like what's gonna happen yo let's talk about your girl monet first of all yo monet is the like worst person in america she's a horrible wife and mother i, I didn't think you could beat tasha but she crushing tasha right i now. didn't know how to take her conversation with diana nigga i ain't know how to take her convo with anybody even in the beginning when they showed her the fucking uh the the little mural Fucking eyes The fucking uh, <laughs> Look at my eyes Roll them <laughs> Like <laughs> He legitimately had the, the Mr. Potato eyes 
Yo, like you could just move them bitches around, like the ones with the little circle that the little ball roll around. <laughs> like, why is it called cockeye? Like, where that come from? I think, I think we not done. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a a fucking um like a a bird's eye, like a fucking chicken. All right, because they eyes is on the side of the hair. I don't know. My dumb ass still on fucking uh, images, crooked or askew, not level. To be cocked. All right. <laughs> yo. All yo. Right. Dictionary.com got a pause. Let me ask Chat GPT. <laughs> Twisted, tilted, slanted to one side. Bop it. <laughs> Twisted. Twisted. <laughs> um, an eye misalignment. <laughs> yo, cockeyed people are funny to me. But why did they have that mural so cockeyed? Like, who put the like emphasis on the cock? Like they was like, they was like no like Yo. make the cock bigger nigga dig talk dig segment did you uh chat GPT it I was right you don't got nothing I was legitimately right what it said the term cockeye is a colloquial term used to describe a person who has a squint or that word uh, which means their eyes do not align properly the term likely originated from the appearance of a rooster's head which often appears to be looking in two different directions due to his eyes being positions on either side of his head that's why i was like yo maybe it's like a fucking bird oh, yeah, i that, figured it they, had something to do with like because they, they call eye, a rooster a cock yeah it, but, but the eyes is on like opposite Man. sides of the head like damn nigga you got a cock eye well not this one his shit right in the front like a human rooster all right that's also a cartoon i mean facts <laughs> facts all right, well, anyway, when they went to the mural and, like, Lorenzo had her... First of all, I don't believe for one second that Monet would let Lorenzo blindfold her. I don't think she would let anyone in that family blindfold her. And nigga. walk her down the street and walk her in New York City. Like, <laughs> no, nigga, so y'all trying to kill me. Like, the way she been talking to Lorenzo, no way she would let him do that. But they go to the mural. He unblindfolds her. She said, oh, my God, look at my baby. She got to quit acting like he was her son before he knew he was her son. Cause I don't like how she be acting like she was like his mom and shit. Mother of the year. You weren't, nigga. You ain't even want that nigga there. You wanted him to stay in fucking North Carolina with your sister, dog. Um, yo, so my favorite part of the whole beginning this mural scene is when Diana walks up late and she like, hey guys, sorry for being late. I came soon as I left work. And then Whitman gets out the car, but we don't see him yet. All we see is Monet say, yo, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's so funny? <laughs> so what's so funny is Dog, I was like, yo, she <laughs> hate dying. The first time I watched it, I thought she was talking to her. It's like, no, nigga, this is a family meeting. Yo. Uh, you're not family. Dog. That made me fucking cry, bro. Like, it took me a while to realize she was talking to Whitman because I already had it in my head. That, that was Diana and Diana only, nigga. Um, but Whitman walked up on some stalker shit. Monet told him, yo, you suspended. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How about I missed last week that he bust her uh, taillight? I mean, her uh, river, her side view mirror. <laughs> oh, off the elbow, too. Yeah, like, nigga. I watch in the replays. I watch me you know, I do. The yeah, yeah. I like, why did I didn't see that part? He's an insane person. Sometimes when I watch Power, I start cleaning up, though. So <laughs> I be listening, and I don't always be looking at the screen. Like, yeah. I, I be sitting there, I'm like, it's time for me to sweep. So like, when I said earlier that this was, like, one of the first ones I didn't hate rewatching for the pod, yeah. my rewatch for the pod, no bullshit, I online shop while it's on another browser <laughs> playing, and I just hear it. And I'm like, 
Oh yeah, no, nah, that's what's up. I forgot. <laughs> like it don't matter who that is. <laughs> like I'm sitting up there listening. Like damn, Lorenzo gay than a motherfucker. The whole time it's Drew talking. I don't care. Nothing really matters, bro. But this episode, I ain't feel like that, man. Um, I feel like somebody for power listens to this show, and I'm not talking about. So people be laughing at you like in real time. But yeah, yeah. I'm like, people search. People find this podcast, but go on the Apple Podcasts and type it in power. I want to listen to yeah. a podcast about power. Nigga, somebody from power doing the same shit. Yeah. Like, cut it out. Like, the writers of the show, y'all know y'all done heard this fucking pod. Yeah. Um, because y'all making it a point to talk about the car shit every week. Yeah. I went yeah. from a BMW to a... Yo, I will say that BMW shit was funny, though. It was. Whoever wrote that... Hey, I was a black man walking, and I'm in the because that nigga Drew said, "Wait, you ain't had no Beamer, <laughs> Cherry Red Beamer, huh? You ain't had no Beamer, nigga." That nigga said, "I was a black man walking before we met Noma." Now, that also made me think about something, bro. You getting money? You bought a fucking whip? Y'all getting money? Y'all was buying fucking tailored suits a week ago. Now you buying the damn uh, portion shit? But why is Effie broke? Like, are y'all, are you and Brayden the only two niggas eating? Why Effie don't got $400,000? Fam. It's 50000 a semester, correct? No, no, no. Stanford is. She ain't even there yet. You got to graduate, uh, where they go? Stansfield. Yo, I hate when they make up colleges. How many semesters show. in college? Two. And then summer if you go to summer school. So but it's never summer in college. $100,000 a year. Yeah. And you four years. Yeah. You ain't made 400 bands yet? Well, shit, if she going to grad school at Stanford, grad school's usually only three years. So, you know what I'm saying? You ain't made 300K yet? Mm-mm. What number you, you know, like, bitch, you got a, a Acura. Yeah, yeah. And, like, not a clean one. Now you talking short in a Toyota Corolla or whatever 50 cents. <laughs> Why won't Reek buy her like Oh I'm not buying you shit A you, Camry you, you got a side gig You selling my, you cutting my dope And making money on the side But I kind of feel Her on like Looking at Reek A little crazy Cause if you getting money Like that And you just letting me Walk around this bitch My clothes is shabby My, nigga, my fucking whip is trash Cause you not using your money To buy yourself nothing I don't think her cut That big dog They giving some, And she watching the warehouse Give Effie a bigger cut bro no, I don't. I don't know, dog. I think, Why I they trying to explain that eight ball to us? I, that's weird to me. I was because I'm like, if dog been doing this to the point that you noticed it, and you got to tell him don't fuck up no more. I guess she's trying to. They're trying to find a way for us to say to show. They're trying to find a way for Effie to explain how sophisticated the product is. Yeah. Oh, if they order eight sugars, that means they want eight, eight grams. Grams, and if they are not an eight ball. Uh, because then an eight ball is such and such grams, and eight this is this. You're cutting them by four point two grams and all the other shit. Yeah. Oh, you're trying to make it seem because what they what this scene was is let me establish Effie as an integral part. Yeah. Um, she's running the business now. She's talking to the customer. I mean, she's talking to her employees. I didn't know if they were trying to say she's talking to him mean. Yeah. Or nice because it looked like she said it one time and then went downstairs and said the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh. So I didn't know what that was. That was weird, but I see what you're meaning because there's so they're they're, they're setting up something too. So I want to show Somebody her shit gonna be off that she's an integral part, mm-hmm. right? Also, while we was in that weak ass classroom scene, 
And everybody did that step forward, step back. I thought that was the best classroom scene of the whole show. Well, I, well, it's some except for Salim. I just never want him involved. Well, but. it's like you motherfuckers is old as fuck now. Y'all know that everybody's situation is different. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, now Bruce Chandra, you know she was mad, but it made it put Reek and Effie on opposite sides. It made her say, "Yeah, that's easy for you to say." Because yeah. said, "Well, nigga, my daddy fucking did." Yeah. And my mama is fucking witness protection. And I don't and I'm the one taking care of my my this and my that. Like, my you you swear the fuck I got it easy. And the inheritance I don't even fucking have. We don't got no, I don't have nothing right now, actually. But I think for Effie, the disdain isn't necessarily that, you know, we I can't relate to you because and you I agree got with something and I don't. Cause I'm with Effie. Nigga, you had everything. You fucked up everything. You literally blew your whole shit. Killing your dad. Which do she know he killed his dad? I don't. I don't think, think so. so. But regardless, or she, I don't. Or know. she do. I can't remember that far back. Maybe I will watch season one one day when I'm bored. I'll let it play in the background or some shit. But killing your dad is the reason that you're waiting on this inheritance instead of just living fucking rich like you have your whole life. And the reason your family is fucking gone because your mama took the rap, nigga. So he'd have been a Braden though. There's no way in the fucking world uh, you have all this money. It's 100%. your father's money, and I give you, I give you a fucking stipend. And so the life that you try, so it's twofold, because the life that you're trying to get to, the one where you care about family and just go to school to do something, is the life that you were going to be on anyway. Yeah. So you was yes, on that path. You could have skipped all this shit and, yeah. and did that. But the whole idea that. Because we all are starting off at the exact same spot, then somehow the world is inherently evil. And because the white boy is up front, motherfucker, I can't help who my parents was. But guess who can? But guess what? It's a bunch of people who came for money who get it and fuck it up and don't Facts. become shit in life. Facts. So when my man said like, "Yeah, nigga, that make my accomplishments any any less." Well, so the question that they posed, that the teacher posed, first of all, okay, let me rewind. What I hated most about this scene was America. The land of opera, like they, that's just not how college goes where the professor come in, write five words on the board and then read them. And that's your whole, like y'all talk about a book or something, nigga. But anyway. And then the fact that y'all mad at each other in the fucking class, like y'all had no fucking control Damn, everybody over in, shit. But not only did y'all not have control over how you grew up, everybody in there already knows who's wealthy and who ain't and who, like well, y'all are aware of that. There's, this ain't new news. And... So nigga, all right, I came for money. My parents went to prison. Yeah. So I don't got the money. And I, I am glad that they asked that question because like I needed Reek to step back on one of them motherfuckers. So him I being, come from a I I came from government assistance. I did this. Yeah. I did that. I did this. Like ain't nobody go so fuck it. I only got one leg. Yeah. I'm handicapped. So the question that the teacher posed was, Do your achievements matter? This was after they did the steps and finally landed. She said, do your achievements matter as much as your family history and the privilege you're born into? Yes. You still have to achieve. Now, granted, yes, things can be a lot fucking easier for you if you have easier some advantages. Nigga. But to your point, not everybody makes the most of those advantages. And easier have, what? So what if my parents got a lot of fucking money, but they horrible fucking parents. They do drugs. They don't never give me any kind of love. And Reek yeah. Reek you didn't grow up in this loving environment Your daddy was selling fucking drugs And your mama was spending the money Well his daddy loved him So yeah. he didn't take him to that Knicks game For sure But I loved you like a Like a A weekend pops I come around 
after I've been out in the streets selling drugs, killing niggas, yeah. getting work off, and then we do some fun shit. Yeah. And the rest of your days with your sister and your mama sitting around spending up all the fucking money. Well, and Sean, you had a good big brother. Yeah. Till your other mentor killed him. Um, like he Reek life wasn't as hard as Reek make his life though, and that's what I don't like about Reek. Reek make his shit seem like he just grew up in like this fucked up household with this fucked up father. When really your mama was more fucked up than your father. But but, but in real life, you have fucked up parents. Oh yeah, but like, everybody got fucked up you parents. Did. Well, no, everybody parents not a fucking drug kingpin and facts. Like, but they fuck up don't necessarily have to be tied to that. Yeah. But like in real life, Reek did grow up in a fucked up family. Like your uncle was a motherfucking murderer and a, and a robber and a killer and like the, the the your uncle and your your pops homie which was Canaan like you is around some fucked up shit one hundred percent and your life is in danger constantly one hundred percent you didn't even fucking know when you was in danger danger you didn't even fucking know like you didn't have it quote unquote easy you had the potential of your life being good but but in real life how 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 often does the drug dealer life and fantasy go perfect and the kids get no repercussions well effie said when her and reek was walking after class um they was talking about family because that's what he wrote on his card um we're going to talk about their cards in a minute too but reek wrote family on his card um and she was asking about family and blah 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 and anyway she said um um you know in this game like, basically, family is always in danger, too. So, Reek lived obliviously in danger he, for most of his life. He didn't know what the fuck his parents was really into, what his pops was into, what his mom did to get Kane. He ain't know none of that shit. But having that fucking blind eye can also be useful because, nigga, that, like, it's... Ignorance, ignorance nigga ignorance is bliss as fuck and you lived a very blissful life you didn't know why your dad you thought your dad was at work you didn't have disdain toward him being at work you could have got murdered that night of the, of the, Knicks, of the Knicks and you fucked around and should have but you know your pops and, and his people pulled you out now granted we learned that his security also ended up being some more niggas trying to kill y'all but it happens nigga that's the game you win. But I also think what I would love to see more and maybe what would make Reek a redeemable character for me is if I see him relating more now that he's on this end of the dope, not actually understanding why his father did some of the shit he did, bro. And like basically not telling people what you're doing because you're trying to do it for them. Man. Lying to people because you think it's best for them. Man. Um, having to do side missions just to complete your first missions because another uh, another roadblock came up. Like that's all the shit that like your pops was going through. And you're getting extorted, like you said, by every motherfucking Tom, Dick, and Harry nigga. Your attorney extorting you to fucking. Tate ain't even a congressman, bro. This nigga's literally running for office, and he just put you up for five bands nigga a week. Nigga, the like, made the app extorted you. Come on, dog. Uh, like Stern was extorting you, um, fam. Stern extorted you into college. Hey, nigga, you come here, but you better fucking uh, tutor him. Tutor him, cause I'm a booster, and it's my alma mater. And got it's like, bro, you get took at every turn. Learn something from your dad, bro. But. Instead of just learning, you keep saying you better than your father. You better than your father. Nigga, you actually got to be it. You ain't been it yet. Nigga, your dad did this shit his whole life. You've been doing this shit for three semesters, nigga. And so far, I ain't really seeing this as a winning job just because you got no. enough bread to buy a Porsche because you finna be owing that back to somebody. Now, one of the things that is different between the quote-unquote drug selling on 
Power Ghost versus the original Power. Them niggas we we never saw them we never saw them selling no fucking drugs. You seen them dropping money off at spots. Uh, sometimes you'll see a hand in hand or some shit. Yeah, yeah. But Tariq operation is very sophisticated, and it's always been some 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 some, some quote unquote smart shit. And they move a lot of drugs in a in a in a questionable amount of time. But I just never get to keep the profit. So when all them little questions pop up, who sells drugs better and this and that, on a technical level, maybe they do because we got some 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 ingenious shit. But, but I don't never get to enjoy any of the profits because I'm a hoe and I keep getting extorted. Niggas sell drugs to make money. Period. That's the bottom line. Reek don't never make enough money to be done with his situation. I think niggas start selling drugs to make money, and once they're in it, they get addicted. Oh, to they the get game. To, addicted to the money. I think they get addicted to the money. I think they get like Mitch said. I think I love the game. I love the hustle. You know what I'm saying? Some people get addicted to that power that they have, that respect that they have. Ain't no reason Franklin should have still been selling drugs, or Louis, or some of these niggas. Like, how much money y'all want? Yeah, yeah, it's uh. <sighs> um, hold on, hold on, hold on. It was something else I wanted to talk about in this episode. Oh, so back to uh, Monet and, and Whitman and all that shit. So when Whitman came and fuck with them at the beginning, Monet went to go see Davis. Told that nigga Davis, "Hey yo, this nigga keeps fucking bothering me, man. What the fuck is up with him? I thought he was suspended. He's still on me." Davis like, "Look, nigga, I don't know what the fuck you want me to do." He like, "Maybe we could have Diana kind of throw him off. She the only one of y'all without a fucking record, nigga." So we do that. But I'm like, what Druden did? Like, Drew comes off like another Diana to me. Like, he don't give me I got a record out here. But whatever. Didn't Drew get arrested he got or something? He got beat up. But he probably got a rap sheet, though. Probably. But prior to this show started, remember they had like, we ain't seen Kane get arrested, but he had a rat long ass rap sheet with a bunch of shit on it. Remember it was on the desk or some shit, and we paused it and took a look at the ages. We were trying to figure out. So they probably got like previous rap sheets. Yeah. But Diana yeah. was never in the game. She they was trying to keep her out of the game for real. So she he, she probably clean. Um but the the plan was he was like, "Yo, had Diana, you know, talk to that nigga, maybe she could finesse him." Whoop, whoop, whoop. And Monet say, "Oh yeah, while she talking to him, I need you to uh go to his house and get me everything he got on me." That nigga say, "Whoa." Wait a minute. <laughs> like, I'm sure it's a nigga with the last name Tejada that can do that. <laughs> and the nigga's like, yo, you know he's still a cop, right? Like, you don't want to go fucking steal files that he has on you. But from her end, she trying to see, because Whitman's thoughts are that she killed Carrie. We can't confirm or deny, but that's the, I get him thinking that. She didn't hang her ass up there by herself. I well, it's power. They, they can lie to us and tell us she did, and that's just what the fuck is going to happen, nigga. But, um... He thinks she killed Carrie, and then because what was nephew nephew son Zeke came to holler at him and say, "Yo, I think my aunt might have had something to do with it." He thinks she also killed Zeke. Monet, like, yo, he probably ain't gonna prove I killed Carrie because Zeke was the only one who thought that shit. But I don't need this nigga thinking I killed Zeke, nigga. Right. Like, fuck that, because that's my son. One, and I ain't do it. Two, I don't need him fucking investigating and trying to make it seem like I did, because I know he'll go after whatever. So. They decide, yo, we going to figure out a way to get the fucking B&E shit, get the file, see what he got on you. In the meantime, I'll have Diana talk to this nigga. So now that means she got to make up with Diana. What you think about that apology? 
Uh, I, I thought it sounded. I, I I didn't know what. Well, that's what I meant when I said I didn't know what to how to take her conversation with Diana. Yeah, because she was like, "Yo, is that what you needed to hear?" Of course, I ain't such and such. And I was like, "Yo, yo," but the way she said, "Is that what you needed to hear?" was so like <laughs> that first episode of Martin. I love you. Damn, oh. are you happy now? Like Diana, shit. But then I was like. And then Diana face was kind of like, yeah, technically that is what I need to hear. But what, it is. But what she actually said, like, and then she was like, nigga, I was grieving. I felt her. You were grieving. Like, nigga, you made us, me and, I, I can't act like I don't have, I don't play a part. Yeah. Let me tell him. Yeah. That, right. You made it a part. Uh, you, you snuck behind my back and got Poppy out. Yeah. Yeah. You did all that shit and didn't tell me on purpose. Then me and my, Son fell out the night he was murdered because you blabbed it in there. And now and now he's gone from me. I didn't even yeah. get a chance to make amends to say I apologize, explain why. Yes, it's fucked up, depending on how you look at it. You know what I'm saying? But like I didn't get a chance to do that. Yeah. And I feel like it was because of you. And during my grief process, yes, I'm mad at you right now. And the fucked up part is, um, cause Getting your dad out of prison early should be a good thing. But for Monet, it fucked up her plans. One, I was running shit. Two, I just found out my nigga back, my old nigga back. He got hella cheese. She ain't know he was involved. She thought he was a legit businessman. But she thought she had another out in addition to the shit with Zeke. Like, it just, it looked like. Because guess what? Mary don't want to sell drugs either. Come on, man. James St. Patrick ain't want to sell drugs either. Yo, it's something to, fam. Effie don't want to sell drugs. Effie literally told that nigga Reek, like, fam, once I have enough money to pay for Stanford's robotics masters or grad school or whatever, Man, I'm the cap. fuck out, bro. That's cap. Yo ass ain't you ain't had no fucking money when you was in when middle school or whatever the fuck you was high school. No, nah, they was at choke. She wasn't getting no bread off them pills. Shit. This okay. how I know she wasn't getting no bread off them pills, cause motherfucking Reek was selling to the whole uh Italian mob and didn't have no cheese. Because he had to give all his fucking money to a bunch of different shit. Huh, huh. Give me this money, I'm gonna kill you. That shit is wild to me, bro. Um, yo, back to that classroom scene. So they had them uh write down their life goals, right? Reek wrote down family. Effie wrote down freedom. Diana wrote down independence. These is their life goals. <laughs> I think all three of them full of shit. All three of them. Reek, you're literally the reason you don't have no family right now. And, and your grandma is also alive and well because dog just threatened her two weeks ago. Go be with your family. Fam, go hang out with your grandma. I'm wondering how you was at college with no dorm and your grandma live around the corner in Queens. Like, bro, go be with your fucking grandma. Hold up. Matter of fact, your grandma still live in the crib ghost water. And your grandma's a fucking drunk. Also a fact. With a little baby. That a fire started. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It was finna start a fire, but it was just like smoking bacon and shit. Because she was in there drunk, and Yaz was trying to cook some damn bacon herself. Because like shit. Child Protective Services is about to take the baby. Yeah, but Reek ain't no baby. Go live with your grandma and have you like a nice home and shit, bro. And maybe grandma, y'all could drink together now. Shit, y'all both stressing me out, fuckers. Um, Effie wants freedom. Who got her locked up? What do she need to be free from? I'm not understanding Effie Angle, bro. Effie, are you smart enough to get a scholarship? Yo, speaking of Effie, 
we'll get back to Diane and this independent shit in a minute. But Effie um, had a moment where she was ready to admit, or she thought she was ready to admit, that she killed Lauren to Tariq. Do you think she was really going to tell him before he got distracted by that text? You about to just tell me out here in front of the school? <laughs> like, is this your plan? Yo, I killed your plan. <laughs> <laughs> See you in class. Like, that's, this is this is the plan? Why they won't never show them in another class? Like, I just want them to show them in Why one. They, how they all in the same class? Fam. Where Brayden go to school at? No, nah, Brayden done now. I ain't never seen Brayden in the classroom. No, nah, Brayden expelled. And even before he was expelled, he ain't had class. <laughs> he wasn't in canonical studies. Yo, they said you had to get, like, you had to test into canonical study. You remember Reek had to do all that shit to get in there? and But it's not canonical studies no more. Well, no, now it's Even American though History X. Canonical studies would give you extra credit and you can graduate in, I don't in know. In three years, yeah. Yeah, it was a whole plan until it wasn't. Um, Is it a new year? Is this the second year? No, this has to be a new, some, no, this got to be Tariq and them sophomore year. Because it's Diana and Brayden, little sister, freshman year, which means that they're not in the same fucking advanced class taught by Monica from Girlfriends. Nigga, it's impossible, bro. But I'm not going to go there. So Effie needs to never fucking admit this to Tariq. I want her to not do that. But she got a little shook because Kane, little talking ass, told her he know. Well, no, Kane don't know. Kane was fishing for information, and you told. You told. Because when you checked Bray, he was like, no, nigga, I didn't tell. Somebody must have said something. And she looked down. Oh, I'm the dumbass who said it. No, keep your fucking mouth closed. I don't know what the fuck you talking about, nigga. That nigga like, Mind your oh, fucking business. You killed for Tariq? Damn, I should tell Reek he got a rider. Mind your fucking business. Kane. It's like, like what the Kane, what do this info do for you? Kane trying to fuck and want her to be a girlfriend for him. Yeah. And like a long that's a time. I'll get you to be my bitch. Like, <laughs> like oh, I'm going to tell you, nigga, you killed this bitch if you don't be my bitch. That's crazy. Like, what? You think well, you about to do that into, your, into some pussy? Come on, dog. But I also think they going to, like, have a moment. I don't know if it's going to be this season, but I feel like she's going to give Kane some buns or something at some point. I feel like she going to fuck suck his dick just to not tell. Yeah, I thought she's about to be like, uh, "Oh man, please, please tell him I, I really want to be with Reek, so I'm gonna have sex with you, so you, I can be yeah. with Reek." Like, at minimum, though, even if you don't like suck his dick to not tell, be nicer to that man, though. Like, because you be talking crazy for a nigga who know you a killer now. But, but on some real shit though, that's how I want my woman to talk when I'm not there. When oh, nigga facts, pushing up facts, on facts. My nigga, we don't need to talk. Stop calling me, my nigga. I'm not your friend. I'm not this. We're not partners, nigga. I did what was best for me and it benefited everybody else. That's it. I'm going to call you later. Nigga, don't call me. There's nothing for <laughs> us to talk about. Like, she hoeing this nigga back to back to back and then you wake up in the middle of the night and text him. Bitch, what are you doing? Yo, why you that scared? Like, if I said I wasn't going to tell the nigga, four hold me to that. Four o'clock in the morning, Rick ain't even got the rag for you. And you talking about, uh, let me text, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, Rick not having a rag is funny. Um, cause while Rick was dead in the bed, he looked wild. I, and usually in this particular scene, after you put the phone down, the other person isn't, wasn't asleep the whole time. Yeah, and they do, like, a little, nah. do a little rollover and eyes be open. That one, uh, meme with dog with that eye open, nigga. 
No, Rick Rick was, was sound out. asleep. Nigga. She put it on the nigga. Put that thing. She put that wig on him, nigga. Her wig was curly as shit. It's also that. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you I killed your girlfriend. I'm just gonna give you some pussy. I mean, and for yo, for, niggas for, take for pussy Lauren, over everything for Lauren when she initially was kind of like still <laughs> was kind of still like yo, Rick didn't really do this and blah blah blah. Now I'm showing you pictures of them niggas connected together. Yo, oh, this the bitch that tried to kill me, and now you hugged up with her. So let's talk about Lauren, man. First of all, Lauren, um, stop calling me. If I'm the DA, like this phone is for emergencies only. Don't call me all fucking night, bro. Just because you bored in here. No, that nigga said I ain't got no fucking food on this motherfucker. No, I'm not mad at that. Ain't nothing to drink, nigga. But ain't then you know what tripped me out, though? Well, door dash some shit to this motherfucker. And if I missed it on the episode, my bad. But did they explain how Lauren was able to call her and not her parents? Because. Call your mama and them niggas. What phone is you on? Like, even if you have a burner with only one number stored. Call your mom. <laughs> like when Deja Bell was talking about that girl who got kidnapped, you know, and she ended up being eight miles from her house and she was 14, like 12 or 13 years old. It was like, go outside. Nigga. Walk home. Go, go, nigga, the door, they left her there. Like, <laughs> go home, nigga. Like, uh, what's the syndrome? Maybe Stockholm. Stockholm don't start like soon as you get there. Like, like nigga, go home. Take a minute. Walk outside. You could have made it. You could have somebody house, car. I mean, somebody's home phone. Scream the across the street neighbor name. I know you know him. You live right there. I know you know him, dog. So remember that black nigga that fought all them kids in that in that house? His neighbor Yo! that shit was crazy. Yo. I wonder what happened to that dude. No, I need a doc. I need a doc. Cause dude was uh animated. Man. Why y'all acting like y'all parents really gonna be on the Hulu doc? Nobody know y'all ugly ass mama. Anyway, um, so Lauren's like calling the DA, calling the DA. She finally pulled back up to the safe house. She like, yo, what's the word, dog? She like, I'm bored. I ain't got no internet. I ain't got no contact with the world. Like, shit is fucked up. Was that the TA, nigga? Hmm. <laughs> nigga had that mustache. She like, yo, this shit is fucked up. Like, we need to get it moving. I'm ready to get back to my life. The A chick like, well, look, nigga, I need you to fucking help me understand what Tariq and them was on. You got to connect the dots. So she showed her the pictures of Tariq and Effie and then randomly throw the picture of Diana. So Lauren got pissy like, damn, they really out there living their best life. Now that I'm dead, that's weak as fuck. She killed me and took my man. That is low key fucked up. Don't kill me and go with my like person. Goddamn. But then she was like, well, can you tie Reek to any of this shit on the Rico? She was like, I seen him talking to Monet. I don't know what they said, but his energy definitely changed. And then she was like, I took him to my favorite spot on the roof one time. And next thing I know, we I seen. about that last week. So that's what we was confused. We thought it was Effie. It was Lauren. Confusing Rico's. That nigga said, yo, I seen Diana coming from that spot like a couple days later. Talking about she was looking for Reek or whatever. So then it all hit me. This is how it's going to play out. Effie still fucking putting her work in the damn bricks on the roof. Yep. They finna catch Effie bricks on the roof. And Effie's gonna get caught selling the fucking dope at Stansfield. And her whole life, she never going to Stanford, nigga. Her life finna get fucked up and she gonna fuck around and be beefing with Reek because of it. She about to sell dope. She's selling dope in the exact same way, in the exact same spot that just got busted. Man, man, man. 
Like, but we said that. And guess what's gonna happen? Rick gonna sell drugs to pay Davis to get her off. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I'm gonna be in debt. One hundred percent. When fam Davis is waiting on Reek, like I know he got Monet in him as a client, that's cool. But they don't. I can't extort them the way I was extorting this little twelve year old. Nigga, Davis can't wait till somebody in Reek camp fucks up and Reek need him to do a favor. Cause nigga, I need four hundred thousand right now in a bag cash every month. Nigga, it's on, dog. If you gonna get caught with the bricks, cause now they going to DH said they're gonna put cameras up there on the roof now. Like the the plan is officially fucked. It's fucked. Y'all niggas is done. Um, the other plan that's fucked. So Noma, who still ain't back on the show, we don't need her back. though. No. she's not a character. I right don't there. need this nigga, bro. I need Noma. Bring me. I don't need Lobos's little side nigga that he was fucking. I need Lobos. I don't know. Bring me the nigga. What y'all problem is with this nigga? He just a, he just. I don't a, need this nigga, bro. He not a he an underboss. He J Bo. We don't talk to J Bo a week. You junior boss. I guess. I don't love this nigga, bro. I mean, Ghost was underboss. And also, this nigga fucking threats his vet. Nigga, show me. You keep threatening to kill somebody there, nigga. You ain't did shit. Even Noma chopped the old girl head off, hand off. Like, you ain't. I don't like this nigga. He weak as fuck to me, bro. But the nigga came and said, hey, proud of y'all. Y'all hit y'all quota. We'll see if y'all could do it on the next re-up. But in the meantime... Got a shipment full of guns for y'all. Now, I did think it was going to be a bigger shipment. But he gave them the box of guns, said, get this off. Y'all niggas said y'all could replace Mecca. Well, Mecca did all this shit. He was an arms dealer and a fucking drug dealer and a CI. He was everything, nigga. He was a snitch for the government, all the, all the things. So they was like, yo, how the fuck we going to get these guns off? We don't sell guns. Kane even asked his dad, yo, you know somebody you want to buy some guns? That nigga Lorenzo said, nah, nigga, that's a whole different game, bro. We don't play that. But Drew happened to call his little uh, boo, Gordo. Well, she called, he she, he <laughs> he called over there to say, yo, we going to re-up again. Like, nigga, you came all the way here from such and such to say that? To tell me you was going to re-up? Like, he like, oh, the product moving. We going to re-up? Thanks, fam. We know we got drugs and you need to buy more. Um, But then the nigga Drew was like, hey. No problem on the re-up, nigga, but do you know somebody who want to buy some guns? Yeah, because they basically was like, um, you ain't getting no respect, so you got to find a way to get these niggas respect. Yeah. Oh, shit, what about this gun shit? We can... And Dog even said, I had to do the same thing. I'm wondering if his family know what he on. But they I feel like do. if they family... Like, if his family knew what he was on, they probably wouldn't like him and Drew hanging out just on some, like... I don't know what you two niggas might be on, but this ain't good for same thing with Kane. Kane, look at that nigga. Know he, yeah, yeah. he trading. So look, <laughs> yeah, I was about to sing trade in my life. I chilled though. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a wild song. Given the context, nigga, that's why I chilled. It was just Easter one minute ago. Um, so dog told he actually gave Drew. I liked the plan initially till I started thinking about it. He was like, yo, I know some racist white militia niggas upstate who always ask me about guns. We normally sell them dope, but hey, I know for sure that nigga buy your whole haul, nigga. Everything. Now, I get that if you drew, this a one-stop shop. You get rid of everything, and your family is like, hey, nigga, you did a good thing. Like, you can be back in, like, a decision-making position, maybe. Also, it's like, we don't sell drugs. We're not made up for the for the city. So guns. I would rather, I mean, guns, I'm sorry. 
I would rather do this shit in one trans tra- one transaction because it's less likely I'm gonna get caught. But if I gotta sell these guns in forty different transactions, yeah, something can happen. I can't. Everybody can't At be trusted. Every and, the, and technically, this very first one wasn't even safe. Yeah, because this is a DEA nigga that got shot in the back who already took a picture of of Braden, which is gonna link everything in. Because why, Braden? Why are you there, fam? The nigga was like, he racist, so we need a white boy. Of course, Braden's the white boy they're going to pull in. Braden, first of all, I need Braden in a little more, like, I sell arms, dealer, car. I didn't love Braden. Or, like, fit something. Braden and Reek look like kids when they go do shit. And it just makes me think that the niggas on the opposite end of the deals, whether it's the internship or selling guns, they wouldn't believe this. nigga. <laughs> like, But dog is a motherfucking CI for the DEA. Fam, Brayden did the deal right. He ain't say shit. Dog was trying to poke holes. What you say your name was? I didn't. But you need to pay a fucking attention. Nigga, though. he taking. Boy was over there like, uh, 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 like damn, nigga. Then he followed you to the motel. How you not follow? How you not know his nigga following? Fam, ain't this the same motel that y'all was at? Fam, when uh, when um, it looks like the same motel. Maybe they just got another spot where it shouldn't be because they upstate. Yeah, but in real life, they look like the same fucking motel. Remember when uh Drew was staying there? Drew and Kane was staying there after he killed the TA. I mean, after he killed the professor and shit. Oh, and he was like, "Hi, yeah, 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 yeah." That yeah, looked like the Kane same wasn't motel. even in the family yet. Yeah, or at that moment, because niggas was mad at him and shit. Yeah, I do. It remember physically that. looks like I'm noticed. Probably yeah, a yeah, different just a one. set or some shit. Yeah, but that looked like the same one. Um, so they followed this nigga Braden to the motel. Braden went back, took the money. Now here was my thing, right? Kane and Lorenzo, why was y'all ever planning to stay overnight here? Also, that's where, um, what's the brother we just was talking about? Drew was fo- photographed there at night too. Cause they looked at him for, um, they looked at Drew for the murder of Professor, the professor. Uh, dude, professor, you're right, yeah. you're right, you're right. Um, I don't get why the plan was to ever like stay there for the night. Like that doesn't make sense to me. I, I get counting the money, but nigga, listen, go. I learned not to do this shit in 1998 mm. because I, I found out that Streets was watching. Oh. I mean, in a two-hotel town? Come on. Come on now. Come on. Come <laughs> I peeped the lectures at you. Left a, I got some niggas on that side like, of town. Money well invested. Right now, peep the AMG. Nigga, like, come on, bro. Well, you know where the fuck went. This shit, uh, this was just such a <laughs> a colorful coat, and that's all you can cook them up with. No, <laughs> uh. this was just a bad plan from the rip, bro. And then where it really hit me was when Braden dropped the money off, and they was like, "All right, nigga, you could go." And he hopped in the whip and dipped out. I'm like, "Wait, so all three of y'all weren't leaving upstate at the same time, nigga?" What's wild to me is one, it's not even a bad plan. The plan worked out. Why are the people who buying the drugs so fucking suspicious? Now, are you that suspicious because you the work guns. for the um, yeah the guns? Are you that suspicious because you work for the DEA and you trying to 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 get others involved? Yeah, because why the fuck would you got your guns? You you gave it the money. Everything is good. Why you need to know about me? Well, you know, um, CIs get paid eighty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, apparently. so so dog is probably really like yo. That's probably because when Gordo was like, yeah, I know this nigga, whoop, 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 he always asking about guns and shit, but we don't never got nothing for him. That's what made me thinking, yo, was the Gordo nigga being kind of shady? Because I'm like, 
Did you know this nigga was a whole ass nigga, which is why y'all never sold him shit? Or y'all just ain't in the gun business? I mean, they don't got no fucking guns. I don't know. But this nigga was so fucking overzealous with the CIA. He followed Braden. Braden leaves. Scary ass Lorenzo looking out the window. He get a picture of Lorenzo. Bro, you niggas are on film. Rico. Bro, Braden is now tied to the fucking Tejadas directly. And we know. And a gun sold, deal. We, you've already admitted to selling drugs. And now we literally have on, a CI who y'all didn't kill. We didn't catch you selling drugs. But mm-hmm. on court, documents, you, said, you did. I sold dope. So now when we connect you to uh, uh, some sort of a drug dealing organization, oh, nigga, you couldn't. And when our CI testifies and says, yeah, I bought the guns from him. And then I took his picture just to verify it. Like, yeah. It's me. It's me still. And then he didn't, he didn't got lost in the sauce. Dog. They repoed that vehicle. It was all good just a week ago, nigga. Like, it really was. When I had no money, I still had sauce. Mm-hmm. So if you don't got no sauce, then you, you, you get lost. Mm-hmm. But you also get lost in the sauce. You get, how you get lost in the sauce? Man, a bitch, man. A bitch gonna get lost in the sauce, man. Braden is lost in the sauce. Now, he had money. But he ain't no sauce. Yeah. But now that he didn't got some sauce, he didn't got lost in the, in the sauce. sauce. The fucked up part is Braden is the only nigga that got away. <laughs> like, nigga, I, it's just this whole play was wild. But Kane wanted to stay there, count the money, woo, 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 while they count the money, the fucking militia niggas come through and they shooting. Because here was the other part, right? And Lorenzo said this later, yo, if I was dog... I probably want to go rob the nigga I just fucking gave this money to if they stand in my town, nigga. Because who is you? I don't know you. And you staying here overnight after I gave you a duffel bag? I got money on that side of town. Come it's on, It's well invested. Hey. Well, these niggas got fucked. And they came geek. All of them tooled up. Bro, ready to go, nigga. Now, they kicked in the door. First three got popped off rip. The niggas was pissed, though. Oh, the white boy did the deal, but with it's these, a fucking Mexican. With a nigger and a Hispanic. Well, at, at that point, just a Hispanic. Oh, they didn't even know the nigger. Yeah. Woo! I bet they saw Kane and was really mad. Like, do, 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 do. oh my God. So the first like, three niggas go in and get lit up. Because y'all came in bad. Just, y'all, I don't know. I don't know what you niggas' plans were. Like, y'all kicked in the door and announced, hey, we're, white people are here, and y'all got shot the fuck up. Then these two niggas came out, shoot out in the parking lot. They getting into it with niggas. Kane was about to get out of here. So I thought Lorenzo was finna catch one. I did too. The way they slowed that run down, I was like, oh, like, he finna shit. step in front of his Lorenzo kid. about to die? Whoa. I don't like that though. No, no, no. I wanted that when I saw it happening. I ain't know I wanted it till it was happening. Because I'm like, yo, that'll give an interesting twist to all this shit. 1,000%, dog. I thought they was really on some shit, right? Like if this was insert better show, they'd have did it. And, yo... Even if he didn't die, even though he should have died. But even if he got shot and didn't die, where that would have put Kane? Because Kane was talking to him so greasy earlier in the episode. Yo, Kane Whoa. was like, nigga, as soon as you recognize I'm not no fucking kid no more, you'd be better. But I, I'm finally glad that Lorenzo at least said, yo, Kane, nigga, you better remember I'm still your father. Like, yeah, the, it was a veiled threat at the end of the day, but, but Kane, you stood up for yourself. Because Lorenzo been letting that nigga bitch him for two weeks straight. That nigga say you want to smell my cologne. 
And he like and 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 uh Kane basically like, yeah, nigga. What's up? What's up with it? Y'all gotta be Pimp C fans to understand that Dog. shit. But you wanna come smell my cologne? Dog. <laughs> this nigga Kane. I think Kane have won in a fist fight. No, if they scrap well, I don't know. Because Lorenzo There's got a dick on his neck. Pause. You know what I'm saying? It's, he also got father strength too though. Father strength An adult male man. Like adult father strength Now Granted uh, Kane then took out some fathers Before <laughs> Okay I mean he didn't kill the nigga with a, There was a father Shit He just killed a nigga A guap a couple weeks ago and he, he killed, killed some father figures <laughs> Like yeah Kane definitely got some fathers As a matter of fact bank. I killed y'all fathers Actually <laughs> But like Killing your father Is wild though yeah. You know what I'm saying Who you think you is Reek <laughs> But you remember Matter of fact Reek, That was the one and only time He ever respected Reek Was when Monet was like Yeah That nigga killed his dad And then he asked Reek Killed your dad And he said yeah And then basically He gave him advice On how to kill his yeah. father <laughs> Like hey nigga It's gonna be fucked up Kane was like Word <laughs> Like But you did it Like Now I gotta kill my dad Cause you killed your dad And I'm not a whole ass nigga Like you So if you can kill your dad I gotta be able to kill my dad Yo these niggas doing all this killing dad and they're talking about family. Like, come on, Tariq. Nigga who killed his Fucking father. Fucking Malik. A nigga who killed his father saying the most important thing to him is family is It's the wildest wild. shit in the world. It's the wildest shit in the world. Like, what? That nigga? shit don't make no sense. None whatsoever. But anyway, they get into the shootout. These niggas is about to be losing. The white boys is winning. And then here come fucking Drew and Gordo spinning the block. I have no idea when Gordo got shot because nobody shot at them. I don't know how that happened. Literally, not a bullet came toward that car. Friendly fire. Fam. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Kane tried to kill a nigga, Gordo. I want to make sure I, I, I say this. We do not need the sex scenes with Diana. Because they don't make sense. And she don't look comfortable. Um, like if the, I'm if I'm being a honey, the 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 character she is dating or whatever it don't it doesn't make sense it doesn't push the plot forward it does not none of that shit. We do not need the sex scenes with Drew. Yeah, I don't need it. Yeah, it's not needed. I didn't need him to have another love interest after y'all got rid of Johnny Gill. Like relax, like Drew. And again, I say this all the time. Like, the same way that I, as a black person, get upset when, when we get, like, stereotyped into the gang niggas and the hood niggas and the killers and the drug dealers and all that shit, even though watching a drug dealing ass show right now, but still, I don't love that that's the imagery that gets put out there so much. Like, do the gay folks not get upset when it's like, damn, all we do is get over-sexualized on TV, bro. Hyper-sexualized on TV, bro. Every gay character is a fucking sex fiend. Okay? Every gay character is fucking. Like, damn. But it's like, you know what they think they doing? If we give the gay character a sex scene, we're normalizing gay sex. And it's like, no, bro, this ain't a show about sex. You normalizing sex on TV. And when I don't need to see a bunch of sex. It's not a show TV. about sex. It's a show about selling drugs in college. That's it. And selling drugs in college. I don't need the sex, bro. And all these niggas are still like kid. I don't know how old Drew and uh, Dog is, but everybody other than Kane to me is a kid in Yo, this group. Did Drew shoot that nigga in the back? I think Drew shot him in the back, right? Um, yeah, Drew shot Dog in the back. 
as he was walking away. And then Kane went over there and was like, yo, let me go do something. They was all about to slide. I thought he was about to go take his I phone. Thought he, no, I thought he was going to finish him off. Like, make sure he did. He only caught one. Let me pop this thing in the head. Because we know. And is he, is he the one that got away? Because yeah. you didn't run away with a gunshot to the back. No, no, no. <laughs> they said. He's like, only one got away. One, He's one, the one. You didn't get away with a gunshot no, to no, the no. back. No, no, no. They said he was in bad condition, though, because he got hit. They said he got away, but he in the hospital. Like, what What is get away? He ain't die. You can say we had one survivor. He ain't die. But get away leads me to believe that, like. I mean, he bent the corner of the truck with a bullet in his back. He got shot in the middle of his back. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> come yeah. on, man. Final. <laughs> Final. I broke my back. <laughs> Dog, my back is broken. <laughs> Spinal. Yeah, I'm about to fucking go. <laughs> um, but I thought Kane was gonna go body dog. Instead, he got the fucking guns so they could resell them bitches. Cause now he wanna make give Noma her bread and flip the guns again. Even though if I'm them, I never want to see these guns ever again in my fucking life. The only good thing that this might do is that now dog don't have the guns no more to say Braden sold me these guns. You know what I would do though if I mm. was Group and company or whatever It's like listen up my nigga I'm a drug dealer I sell drugs I don't want to do mega job mm-hmm. Selling guns Do you got another nigga that's gonna sell drugs over here Cause I just proved you I can do it But like all this threats and shit like that That's not how this supposed to work Yeah. Like I, like why, did, why is this even happening actually Why was y'all so mad at me Like Dog. Once you prove that I can move to work, like this should be a different relationship. Like, not an adversarial one, one like, yo, come get to work. I give you the money. Yeah. Like, it don't we don't gotta be mad at each other. Yeah. I cause what what I would have thought that the attitude would have lowered a little bit once we proved we could clear a whole warehouse full of dope in a month or however long it took. Um, even though I'm still that timeline is insane, dog. Um, but I do like that Kane got the guns back. Braden, you might be fucking saved because when Dog shows these pictures of you and Lorenzo, it's his word against y'all's. You know what I'm saying? Because the guns is in Kane and in possession. But now they got to get rid of the guns again, though. You can't have them on you because that's just not going to work. Um, Finally, man, Monet and fucking Diana's plan. Diana went to go meet up with Whitman, told that nigga, yo, I really just want to find out if my mama killed my brother at the end of the day, who I thought was my cousin. And Whitman was like, you know what? What you thought was going on? I ain't gonna lie. I thought for a second Diana was going the other way. Me too. And uh, someone, someone who left a voicemail message earlier said said the same thing. I'm not surprised that Whitman bought it because we bought it. <laughs> you <feel> me? <laughs> like if we bought it and we watching the show. Yeah, yeah. We got more information than Whitman got. Whitman bought it. I could see it. He ain't the dumbest white cop ever to be on power, nigga, because... He went for some shit off a show, was thinking like, damn, she don't like her mama. I wouldn't be shocked. So Whitman went for it, dog. She was like, hey, man, I got some files that'll show you uh, Monique keep a second set of books for her bar. He like, yo, I could I could work with money laundering. I don't, that's the thing. And she was like, bet. Well, I can't go in the house. And him being overzealous as fuck was like, well, shit, I, can, I could break in there. That's wild for a cop to say I can go in there. I mean, I got some Tejadas. Yeah, I I could do a B&E. Davis called me earlier to see if I could do a B&E on myself. Like, I love B&Es. Pause. 
So the nigga was like, yo, I go in there. Diana said, bet it's a key. Just don't get caught on the camera. You'll be good. He came through, lasered out the cameras real quick, grabbed the key from under the mat. He goes in there. <laughs> Diana is standing right at the fucking front. I thought she was in a, I thought she was on a couch. But apparently it was a, like a little a couch pillow that was sticking out. I'm thinking like, damn, she right there on the couch. Yo, that's what this dumb ass get, dog. And yo. I shoot the fuck out you if, you if you slid your bitch ass in my house. Dog, she told that nigga flat out, yeah, I was lying. <laughs> my mom's right there. Monet came around like, yeah, nigga, you broke in. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Shot that nigga. Now, I do think the shooting was a little overkill. Because three seem, I don't know. Three clean? Yeah, when he, when he hit the moment. And that shit go off. You have no idea how many times you squeeze that trigger. Yeah, I, I didn't see so many different drills, and they have you under pressure, and they're like, "How many times did you fire?" I don't know, three or four, eleven. Yeah, like yeah. when they're drilling in and all that shit. You, 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 I don't think you know how many times you pull the trigger. Well, you pull the trigger in most scenarios that I've seen. Yeah, you actually pull the trigger way more than you thought you did. Yes. Well. She told the fucking cops, yo, the nigga broke in. He fucking seen me, or he seen Diana, was going at her. Then my mama came up and distracted him. He hit her, and now she grabbed a gun, shot these niggas, and that's the story they telling. All right, hit me. <laughs> Diana got that boy off, but I, I thought she was going to Louie her. She said, say less. <laughs> I thought she was going to unlue her and like, like lose her shit and just really start whooping her ass, but... She gave her a little punch to the mouth, a little bloody lip. You'll be all right, nigga. Um, then finally, yo, when that nigga uh, Davis came to see what the fuck happened with Whitman, he also brought that file she wanted. Like, yo, here go the info that he got on you. Now, mind you, he had just requested that shit earlier in the episode. Here go all the info. She looking through the files, and while she looking at it, she see the little fucking partial fingerprint at the scene of Zeke killing. Lorenzo Tejada, 88% match. Uh-oh. Renzo was there. It's another nigga that's 12% less than me out here. Hey, that's all Monet gonna need, nigga, to get her motherfucking... Uh, they put her in... Because uh, now I'm gonna put two and two together. Oh, Kane, you knew about this shit, huh? Man, man. And you can't, you can't prove to me that you didn't kill Cause him. Because the way that Lorenzo and Kane rocking right now, it's gonna seem... Oh, y'all did this shit together? Yeah. Hmm. Hey man, good ass episode of Power Dog. I I really like what they what they trying to do here. The couple little hiccups I'm a lot less worried about than I was two episodes ago. Man, I'm very excited to see where they take this story. Um, I think Effie's getting the fuck arrested asap. Um, if not Effie, Diana, one of them gonna get in some real trouble with the police. And it's coming soon. Now the detective Whitman that got killed, Blanca and the DA chick finna turn it up. That stove is finna get turned to fuck up. Um, they on they ass, and old girl about to be on Saks ass even more to get him, you know, whatever he need to get close to Davis so he can tie this whole shit up, yo. Um, power, man. Y'all might be figuring something out, bro. Good ass episode. Can't wait till next fucking week. I'm shocked that I'm even saying it. Uh, but yo, man, let us know what y'all thought. Hit us up on the socials this week in culture across everything. This week in culture pod at gmail.com for the voice notes. Till then, I'm Ant, that's J, episode 303. We out.